Join with me for the next few minutes as I leave with you a message that the Lord has laid in my heart. My thumbnail this afternoon is taken from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Let's hear the word of God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. I would like us to think this afternoon of having a high view of the Bible. There was a missionary couple home in furlough on one occasion. They put the child into the local primary school and on the Friday the teacher gave all the children an assignment and the assignment was entitled, My Greatest Treasure Is. Now that missionary couple's child, when they thought of that particular title, on the Monday morning when they presented their essay to the teacher, it started off with the words, My greatest treasure is my holy Bible. Think of that word Bible for a few moments. B-I-B-L-E. I have likened it to God's instruction manual for life on earth. Be instructed before leaving earth. You see, the Bible teaches us who God is. The Bible teaches what God has done. And the Bible teaches us what God is like. And it's important that we have a high view of the Bible. Could I ask you, have you a high view of the Bible? What do I mean by having a high view of the Bible? Well, let me teach you and tell you this, that the Bible is inspired. The scripture says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. The Bible, as to its origin and character, is indeed divinely inspired. That word inspiration means theoneustos. The word theo is God. Neustos has to do with breath. And therefore the theologians coined the uh, thought a God-breathed book. And that's exactly what the Bible is. It's a God-breathed book. Over 1,500 years it was written. 40 different authors were used. Think of Moses. Think of Joshua. Think of Samuel. Think of David. Think of uh, Daniel and Ezekiel and Jeremiah and Isaiah. Think of Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Think of Paul from many different backgrounds. Some fishermen. Some were farmers. Some were educated. Some were, were not so well educated. Uh, and yet all 40 different authors spanning a period of 1,500 years, the words that they wrote down, they wrote under the inspiration of God. In other words, the Holy Spirit came upon them. Second Peter chapter uh, one twenty one says, uh, "Holy men of old spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost." That word "moved" means that they were borne along. You got to think of a sailing vessel out in the sea, the wind coming and filling its sails and carrying the uh, vessel along. That's the very thought. 
these 40 different authors, the Holy Spirit came upon them. They were not robots. They were not like typewriters. They were not without feeling. They were human penmen with their own particular style of writing. And what they wrote were the very words that God gave them to write down because the Bible teaches that the scripture cannot be broken. And that's what we mean when we talk about the infallibility of the Bible. The, the, the Bible is inspired, but it's not only inspired, the Bible is infallible. But what do we mean by using the word infallibility? Well, we mean that it's true. People will agree with that. We'll say that it's pure. Every word of God is pure. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. But we mean more than that. We mean the, the, the words are preserved without error. That's what is meant by the word infallibility. Did you know that the stories in the Bible that are mostly denied as not being true and looked upon as non-historical and mythological are, are stories like Adam and Eve, Lot's wife, the story of Noah and the ark, the story of Jonah and the whale, the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. And yet, the amazing thing is that the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who said the scripture cannot be broken, he talked about all of these stories. He introduced these stories in his mighty sermons. He believed in the historicity of Adam and Eve, Noah and the ark, Lot's wife. In fact, he said, remember Lot's wife. He talked about the days of Noah. And also, he mentioned Sodom and Gomorrah, that the inhabitants didn't have opportunity to repent, for they didn't hear the command to repent and to believe believe the gospel. He also believed in the story of Jonah and the whale. He said, as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the whale, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the belly of the earth. Meaning, of course, his burial in the grave. And here's proof that the Bible, indeed, in the days of the Lord Jesus, he believed in all of these particular historical stories. See, the Bible's not only inspired, but the Bible, of course, is infallible. And could I tell you something else? The Bible is united. There's two testaments, but only one Bible. Uh, 39 books in one testament called the Old Testament, 27 in the New Testament, 66 books spanning a period of 1,500 years, written by 40 authors, and yet there's a beautiful organic unity throughout the Scriptures. Remember, the scriptures cannot be broken. John 10 and 35, the Lord Jesus said. And the scriptures teach us who God is. The, the scripture teaches us what God is like. The, the, the scripture teaches us that God is creator and maker. That, that he's a good God. He's absolutely sovereign. That he's a trinity in unity. That, that he's thrice holy. He's a God of wrath. A God who hates sin. And yet a God of infinite grace. And of course the Bible reveals the living and the true God as the God and Father for Lord Jesus Christ. And we're introduced to the Lord Jesus Christ because he's the key the real key to the scriptures. The Lord Jesus indeed is the centre of the Bible. The Bible indeed is Christocentric. And I ask, do you know him? Have you received him? Is he your Lord and Saviour? Could I also urge you to think that the Bible is final? We talk about the only infallible rule of faith and practice. And you see, we ask, what saith the scriptures in any particular subject, in any particular area? Not just one verse, but the whole uh, 
composite of the scriptures. We compare scripture with scripture and, and we let the Bible speak. And in fact, that's the name of our uh, radio ministry in the Free Presbyterian Church. Let the Bible speak. And we want the Bible to speak to men's hearts right across the entire planet at this time. And I ask you, are you listening to what the Bible says? The Bible teaches about God, about Christ, about ourselves. Do you know that the Bible teaches that you're a sinner? That the Bible teaches that you've got an immortal soul? Do you know that the Bible calls you to repent and believe the gospel? The Bible urges you, now is the day of salvation. The Bible says, now is the accepted time. I ask today, are you hearing his voice? Are you listening to God speak to you out of the scriptures? You see, the scripture is final. And we must bow the knee to the sufficiency and clarity of the scripture's final voice. Could I tell you in closing that the Bible's to be studied, not, not just read casually, but to be studied, to be meditated upon. The Apostle Paul writing to Timothy, who was the pastor of the church at Ephesus, I said to him, study to show thyself approved uh, unto God a workman that needeth not to be uh, ashamed. Uh, Timothy was to study the scriptures. He'd been taught the scriptures from a child, but he was to study those selfsame scriptures. He was to compare scripture with scripture. He was to read what Moses wrote. He was to read what Samuel wrote. He was to read what David wrote. He was to read what Daniel wrote. And he was to compare scripture with scripture. And once you do that and you meditate upon these scriptures, then like the psalmist you will pray, open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Like the psalmist you will desire that the word of God will be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Let the scriptures guide you into truth and into light because those selfsame scriptures will reveal to you Christ uh, as the God-man, as God's only begotten Son. And the Scriptures reveal to you that you can have a wonderful relationship with the living and the true God through faith in Jesus Christ. I, I pray that you will receive the Scriptures as God's breathed Word, that you'll see that the Scriptures without error, that the Scriptures is united, that the Scriptures is the final authority for all appeals in man's life, and, of course, the Bible is to be studied. I urge you to study the Bible for yourself and find out if these things are true. God bless you, and thank you for listening.